You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. Holy crap. You are in for one hell of an episode today. We are deep diving into trust, the real side of trust, what it looks like to have trust, some tips I want to give you on trust, how to practice real devotion in yourself and listen to the call that you are being given This episode is for you if you are on any kind of entrepreneurial journey, if you are creating something new, or if you're trying to do something different with your life and it is taking everything out of you. I'm talking a lot about failure and when nothing is working and when there are no signs of success and how the freaking hell you practice trust in one of these moments. So this episode is really good. And definitely one I've loved recording for you. So I'm really excited for you to listen in. So before we jump in, I want to give a shout out to the review of the week. And this one comes from Ange, Ange Severo in Great Britain. She writes five stars, one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. I absolutely love Kelly's podcast. Her knowledge on the mindset stuff and business is just insane. Listening to her podcast always lights me up and makes me check in and see things from a new perspective. It's like taking a shot of enthusiasm and motivation. She's great. And I so love you. P.S. And is somebody I know. She is one of the most beautiful, heart-centered human beings out there. Go check her out on Instagram. It's just Ange Severo. She's over there. Give her a follow. She's really sweet. She has the most amazing smile and she just glows with warmth. So thank you so much, Ange, for writing that in. I am so glad it feels like you're taking a shot of enthusiasm and motivation when you listen to the show. That makes me so happy to hear. So if you are loving the show, please take a second to leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts and leave your Instagram handle because P.S. there's a giveaway going on. If your name is picked next week, I will read out your review on the podcast and you're going to hear this shout out from me. So that would be so fun and I would so love to read out your review. Plus, if you have a business or you are looking to start one, I would love to give you some of my tips about free. So I have this six-day video course that I made for you, and this teaches you how to start your online empire. That is legit the title, how to start your online empire. I know I named it pretty well because it does what it says. (laughs) So here's the deal. It is a six-day free class taught by me, and it comes to you every single day for six days. It's super legit and a ton of you guys are already in it and have been adoring it so far. And this is what you are going to learn. You're going to start off by learning how exactly to master your mindset and know that you are finally ready to begin and overcome that feeling of I'm not good enough. You're going to dive into how exactly you can start to ace your money mindset, turn your ideas into dollar dollar bills and own your desire to get rich because you know I'm serious about this money mindset stuff. Plus, you're also going to explore how to test and validate your product before you craft it. We're going to touch on how it actually looks like to create a product and how the heck you price it. And last but not least, you're going to walk away learning how to sell anything and do it with integrity and bypass that sleazy, cheesy, gross way. So all you got to do to get access to your free six-day class is to go to kellytrack.com slash empire. That's kellytrack.com slash empire. (laughs) And I would so love to have you there and you will join all the other students who are in that course too. And finally, before we get going, this episode is brought to you by Podigy. So Podigy is a company that edits podcasts. They edit the Kelly Track Show and Holy cow, if you have a podcast and you are tired of editing it yourself and you want some professional sound editors and people who are amazing what they do to take the work off your plate, to edit your show, to make it sound really good, to support you with the back-end work of uploading it and show notes, or maybe you just need help setting up all the technical stuff in the beginning, Podigy can 100% help you with all of that. And I'm so grateful to Riley and Dan who support me and the Kelly Track Show. If you are looking to give Podigy a try, just... Just go over to their website, 
sign up with them and let them know that the Kelly Track Show sent you and you're going to get 50% off your first month of editing, which is pretty sweet. And it's going to save you a couple hundred bucks. So I read this on the Podigy website and it was like, holy freaking cow. They talk about how the top 50 podcasts in iTunes all have dedicated production teams and the bottom 50% of podcasts never make it to 2000 downloads. Holy freaking cow. That's nuts. And that's true. All the top podcasters have dedicated teams because podcasting is a full-time job. Anytime people are like, I'm just going to make a podcast. I'm like, it's going to be work. So (laughs) if you're looking for help, Podigy is the perfect place to start and they are a dream to work with and they are so on top of it. Oh, and they're Canadian. So shout out to my fellow Canadians. So peeps, that's everything I wanted to share with you today. And let's hop right into this amazing episode. All right, my friends. So today in this episode, I wanted to talk to you about trust. You know, I had a lot of ideas on what I could talk about and share with you for an hour today. And I know it's prime time in the holiday season and we're gearing up for 2019. And there are a million things I could talk to you about goals, goal setting, achievement, success, And yet I want to talk to you today about trust because I think this is the core fundamental of it all. Trust and the ability to trust, especially when you see nothing and no signs of success and everything is coming up bleak. This is exactly what moves the needle forward with any creative pursuit or endeavor or business. It's the trust. Now, trust comes in many forms. Trust is just one of the hardest, most intangible things, which is why I try to bring it up and teach on it in my courses, like your best life or your conscious empire. And it's hard because you learn trust through practicing it, right? Trust and faith are like muscles and you get better at those the more you engage in practices of trust and faith. And it's not like you can go to school and take a class on how to trust. And it's not like somebody's going to give you the answers on how to have faith in yourself and in the divine and in your dreams. It is a continual journey of coming home to yourself and practicing trust and practicing trust with yourself, practicing trust with the universe and doing it in the ways in which work for you. So I want to talk to you today about trust, specifically trusting yourself when it gets hard. So I've been sort of seeing the same wave of questions crop up from my community. And I want to talk about this stuff today. It's, we touched on it a bit last week about, you know, what do you do when nothing's happening? When you see no signs of success, when you're only talking to 10 people on Instagram and you're sharing content for the same 10 people and the same 10 followers, what do you do when you are just starting that business and you are working with one client and it says you take web design clients or it says that you are a freelance copywriter and you say you take clients, clients with an S and you only have one client and maybe they are paying you 50% of your rate or maybe you're working with them pro bono to get experience and you feel like a total fraud because you're not quote unquote legit. Let's talk about this. Oh yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. So first and foremost, I have been there and I have been there many times. I was talking with Christy on her podcast and it was actually the first episode and the first one where I had got really choked up talking about my journey. And there were so many times when things did not work out and so many times when things did not go right. And so many times when nothing was working. And I would just sit in my childhood bedroom and endlessly try another strategy or another way of doing things or try a webinar or try this thing on Instagram or do this on Instagram stories. And it was like the fish were not taking the bait. So what do you do in these moments when you're showing up and nothing is happening? You only really have one option and that is to trust to trust in yourself, to trust in the universe, and to trust in the fact that because the universe has given you this divine plan or this inspired action, that you have to just trust that it's meant for you. So I want to start with the easiest thing to begin trusting. And that is the call that you hear. 
Now, this is really important. I've spoken with you guys about this many times, but the call that you hear, that little voice that says, do that thing, or that inspired action to go message that person, or that random idea that drops into your head at 3 p.m. every single day when you're really you know, cranky at work and you want a cookie, and it's like, go start that website. Even though you work that nine to five job, it's that call. You have to listen to that call. You have to listen because here's the deal. Number one, if you do not listen, it gets louder. It will start showing up in bigger and larger ways. And this happens all the time. It's why people sometimes need a wake-up call for their dreams. Because if you don't get the message that you've got to be doing something different with your life, the universe will cosmically arrange for you to have a larger meltdown to knock you back onto your true path. Happens time and time again. (laughs) And the second thing is that if you keep ignoring the call again and again and again, the call goes away. So there's this factor of trust that has to come into play. Trusting that you are hearing this call for a reason. And not to assign human qualities to it, aka, okay, how much money could this make me? How famous will this get me? And how fast can I get rich off of this thing? No, do not assign your human qualities to this and your human mind to this. This call is precious and this call is divine. And I really believe these ideas come from the divine and the universe itself. So it's like the universe is talking to you through, you know, the like toilet paper roll, it's communicating to you in your ear. This is meant for you. You just got to trust with your heart that you got to take action on this and you don't know where it's going to go. Like, here's the deal. Nobody ever knows where it's going to go. Having it all figured out is a total myth. So the absolute first step in trust is listening for that call and trusting the call. Now, a lot of people hear the call. A lot of people hear the call. Maybe you have heard the call before, but you have not taken action on the call. Maybe you continue to hear the call, but you keep shoving it out. Or my personal favorite, you hear it and then you stuff it in the linen drawer, right? Way at the back of where you keep your linens. And you're like, yeah, can you just sit here and hang tight until I'm done this MBA in two years? And then I'll get back to you. The call does not like to wait. It doesn't want to wait around. It is waiting to create with you and for you to take advantage of it. You absolutely and wholeheartedly need to trust this call because it is meant for you. Do you ever notice that you get the same calls that are relatively similar? They have some sort of reoccurring theme or they have some sort of repetitive pattern to them. I talk about this in one of my free courses that I had made for you guys, the one that's called How to Start Your Online Empire. I talk about how I have never had the call to be a pro golfer like Tiger Woods. And yet all of the calls have been extremely similar and I've had very similar themes. Speaking, sharing my message, having a platform, being on stage, educating, teaching. All of the calls have been very similar. You know, in grade like three and five, when you had to do which one of these is not like the other, this works with your calling too, right? It's that message. You are going to get the same kind of message again and again and again. And it's going to come in different packaging. Maybe it's going to have a red gift wrap and then it might have green gift wrap and maybe it has blue gift wrap, but the gifts are all the same size and you can take a really good guess at what's in them. That's because the universe is giving you new aspects and new pieces and new pieces of information and data for you to collect. It's like, you will be good at this and doing this red gift box. And you'd be really great at this yellow gift box. And you'd be really good at this orange gift box. And if you open them all up, you're going to realize they all go together. AKA, hey, Kelly, you would be really great at speaking and teaching and educating and sharing what's in your heart and teaching the skills that you have built for yourself to figure out how to live a good life. These random calls, they are not random. They are very specific. They are very targeted and they went right to you. That's why it's yours, right? That's exactly why I have never had the divine calling to be a pro golfer, to be a pro athlete, or to be a pro NBA player. I did not get any of those. The universe is like, yeah, this chick's not going to be good at this stuff anyways. Let's just give her the public speaking stuff. She's good at that. Okay, here you go, Kelly. Same thing goes with you. I want you to start taking notice of what calls am I getting? 
What divine downloads am I receiving from the universe? What is the universe trying to tell me? What gifts do I already have that are allowing me to step forth and create this thing I keep seeing in my vision? Ask yourself the right questions here. This is really important. The quality of the questions you ask determines the quality of the answers you receive. So instead of just slamming the door on this calling, start getting curious. What is this about? What is here for me to see? What is here for me to explore and unpack? I would love for you to take this approach next time you hear that little ping or that idea or that action step or that divine download to go do that big thing. Ask for more questions and clarity and advice and strategy. When the universe tells you, hey, Sally, you'd be really good at that blog. Be like, okay, what blog? What should I talk about? You can dialogue with the universe, aka this is called using your intuition. (laughs) I did an episode for you on how to hear your intuition. I will link it in the show notes and I would love for you to listen back. Get clarity, start leaning in, start embracing and welcoming this call because here's the deal. The universe loves to co-create with you. I always say it. It's like this. It's a 50-50 dance. You do half and the universe does half in everything with your creative endeavor, with your success, with your business, with your startup, with the new juicery that you want to open with fresh pressed juice. It's a 50-50 dance of the universe. So instead of just blocking it off and sticking it in the linen closet, as I like to say, or in the linen drawer, engage with it. Be asking the harder questions and stick the questions right back in the universe's face. Be like, hey, what do you want me to do with this? What should I be doing with my time? (laughs) Okay, great. I have this idea about this blog or this juicery. Why are you giving it to me? What's in this for me to see? Ask questions because, hey, you don't know unless you ask. And by asking questions, you can get the next steps on where to go. Hey friends, it's me. I just wanted to swing by really quickly in the middle of this juicy episode and answer the one question that I get asked every single day. And it's this, how exactly did you build a profitable and successful business out of doing what you love? Let me show you how. I earn a full-time income doing what I adore. And you know what? I used to look at people online and wonder how the heck are they doing it? Now I'm taking my skills and my years of expertise and I'm translating it and teaching it right back to you for free. I'm welcoming you to my six day online free course called how to start your online empire. If you have ever dreamed of starting a business or you already have one and you want to elevate it, this class is totally for you. It teaches you how to really program your mindset for success. First and foremost, you're going to overcome that self-doubt. You're finally going to believe that you're really ready to start and you are going to elevate your self-worth. Plus, we talk about the nitty gritty details of what it really looks like to have one of those beautiful and thriving online businesses from the marketing to the sales, to the products, to the pricing, to how to make it all work. I teach you for free in this course. So all you got to do is trust that divine calling on your life, say yes, and enroll. So to snag my top tier strategies and get a little bit of supportive, loving business coaching from me, go to kellytrack.com slash empire, and you'll get instant access to this free course. That's kellytrack.com slash empire to get in on all my secrets. All right, people back to the show. Another thing I want to talk to you today about is Trusting that the universe is only going to give you one step at a time. One step, one brick, brick by brick by brick by brick. That's it. The universe is not like, hey, I'm going to drop off a truckload of 80 bricks at your house. Here's a map. See ya. Bye. Watch this YouTube tutorial and you're going to be good to go. Uh Uh-uh. No way, my friend. It's one brick at a time. And let me tell you, sometimes the bricks are really freaking random and they do not go together seamlessly. You're like, I'm trying to build a wall out of this. This is a circle. This is a sphere. This one is got a hexagon shape. There is no way I can make a brick wall out of this. None of these are perfect rectangular shapes. Do you see what I'm saying? The universe loves to play this game. It sends you like a random pieces to a puzzle and it's like, hey, can you figure this out? This is the joy and the quest for life is looking at the random pieces of the puzzle that you got and looking at the random bricks that you got and trying to assemble the puzzle or the brick wall onto that. This is the game that the universe wants to play with us. It's, hey, I baked all of these gifts inside of you. 
It's your job to figure out what to do with your life based on the gifts that you have. Or, hey, I've been giving you these divine callings and these inspired actions and telling you these sweet nothings in your ear at night. And you keep waking up in a panic because you're like, oh my God, I'm not on my life's path. And that's because I'm trying to knock you back onto your path. It's the universe playing this game with us. It's like, I have all these hidden treasures inside of you. And I keep giving you these inspired action steps on what you should be doing with your life. Maybe this person will finally put two and two together and realize I am sending them the answers to the damn ass puzzle that they have been asking for. (laughs) We play this game all the time with the universe. We say, what's my life purpose? What's my calling? What am I supposed to be doing? My best advice I can give you here is to shut up and listen. The universe has been talking to you for a long time now long time, probably since the early days, right? When you kind of just intuitively knew or you're really in touch with your intuition or you got answers through prayer or whatever way you access the next dimension or universe or God, the universe has been in constant contact with you for a while. So it's now about fine-tuning your ability to take those pieces and assemble them in a way that makes sense. It's literally asking you to put the puzzle pieces together. And you know what? You have to just trust that those puzzle pieces are going to fit somehow, even though they look really random and look really scattered and might not make a lot of sense. I talk a lot about this in your conscious empire, this concept I call the red thread of how everything sort of works out magically when you look at your life through a certain perspective of the red thread. Same thing happens when you clue into the fact that the universe has been giving you these pieces bit by bit by bit over time. And it's trying to get you to figure out the answer. If you want a different life, like I said, you got to ask different questions. Instead of saying, oh my God, poor me, I'm stuck. I don't know. I'm lost. I'm helpless. I don't know where I'm going. Reframe that narrative and ask, what is here for me to see? What is mine for me to discover? How can I assemble these pieces together to make sense? How can I figure out my life's purpose based on the divine calls that I have been receiving and the gifts that are inherently embedded into me and my heart? If you ask those kinds of questions, you get a new life. I promise you, I swear to God. Now, the third thing here I want to say about trust is trusting what's in your heart despite the naysayers. OMG, every single coaching client I work with, there's usually a whole host of people who are like, nah, that's never going to work. That's not a good idea. You can't do that. Who do you think you are? And let me tell you, everybody feels this way. Everybody has those people in their life. They're like, uh, you heard what calling? You're going to do uh, that? Are you sure? Can you make money from that? Mm, I think that's risky and you should just stop right now. I love you. I'm your friend. I'm telling you the truth and just stop. We all have these people. The universal test in this is to really just tell them to freaking shut the hell up, obviously in more polite words, through the use of boundaries. <laughs> Which is like become, boundaries, I swear to God, is like the nice version of like, fuck you, I'm going to do my own thing, but have a great day. (laughs) Am I right? Am I right? That's exactly what a good boundary statement does. It tells you to fuck off and thank you so much for asking. Peace, bro. I'm going to still do my own thing. That's what a good boundary statement does. I did an episode, by the way, on my go-to boundary formula and boundary statement. I'll link it in the show notes. So here's the deal. When you have these naysayers in your life, you have to pass this universal test. The universe is testing you and saying, hey, are you going to listen to them or are you going to listen to me? Are you going to listen to Billy Bob Joe, who says he's quote unquote your friend, but is trying to keep you stuck in the comfort zone and hang out at his low level? Or are you going to rise to the occasion and hang out with me, awesome universal intelligence, and play on my level and come do this cool thing I've been calling you to do for the last three years? Or are you going to hang out with Billy Bob and just stay on his level? You have got to just trust the universe, especially when everybody else thinks it's stupid. I've talked about this before, about when I was starting my business, this one, kellytrack.com, because as I've shared before, there have three that have come before it. And somehow when I was building a tech startup, it was all cool and fine and dandy. And oh my God, Kelly's in San Francisco living it up and she's doing crazy world-changing work. But when I was like, hey, I'm going to pursue what's in my heart and start this blog and see where it goes. It's all of a sudden like, oh my God, no, don't do that. You can't get investors to cut you a check for a million dollars doing that. 
stop, risky. So when we pursue our heart-centered work, a lot of backlash comes up. So if you are experiencing this right now, number one, it's normal. Number two, boundaries. Practice those boundaries. Listen to that episode I did on boundary statements. Enroll in your best life. There's a whole chunk on boundary statements and get good at telling them to screw off very politely (laughs) and come back and trust to the divine messages that the universe is sending you. So when I started, I had like friends that would, I remember sitting down with one friend in particular and she was just like, are you really sure, Kelly? Are you really sure you're going to make money off this? Like, where are you going to live? Like at home with your parents? Like, are you really sure you want to do this? How are you even going to make money? And friends have the best of intentions, but they also, if they are not elevated, they keep you stuck exactly where they are. P.S. Did you ever notice this? That all the people who are awesome and kicking butt out there and are living their dreams, if you tell one of those people, hey, I'm feeling this call to become this web designer, those elevated people who are already taking actions on their dreams are going to say the exact same thing. Oh my God, go for it. Duh. Yeah, you'd be great at that. And everybody else who is not pursuing their dreams and playing in the safe lane and probably working some job they hate, they say, oh my God, don't do that. Did you ever notice that? P.S. P.S. It's going to happen all the time. I'll bet you a hundred (laughs) bucks. All the people that are elevated and kicking ass are going to encourage you to show up as an elevated being and keep kicking ass and encourage you to play on their level with them. And everybody else that is hating their life and sucking and are like playing the poor me game are going to be like all the naysayers. So just know, once again, it comes back to who you hang out with, who you surround yourself with and hanging out with the people that are kicking butt because you you get that attention and that stuff rubs off onto you. So back to the bit about trust. Trusting the message when you are experiencing the naysayers. And sometimes they come in waves, like hordes, like a village, like a small village of people, like a town of a hundred people that are coming out of nowhere with their weapons and their knives and their sticks. And they are coming after you. It's like a medieval scene from the medieval ages. And it's like a movie scene where they're all coming up from the burning fire in the background and they have all of their, their gear and they're ready to fight the battle and they're in an upheaval. And you're like, OMG, all of these people are coming up to try to convince me out of my dreams. This happens every single time. I swear to God, every single coaching client or person that I've worked with. And for my own journey, the second you say, hey, I want to do something different with my life, everybody else is all of a sudden in an upheaval. The people who are unhappy with their life, they get into this medieval upheaval. Oh my God, best wording phrase I've ever thought of, medieval upheaval. If you are in that space when all the people in your life are starting to harp on you for trying to pursue your dreams, remember that you are in the medieval upheaval, okay? Just envision it like a movie scene. I can picture it in my head right now. And instead of calling on your crew and your army to fight back this group of townsmen and townspeople, this is a time to practice boundaries and to go within your heart and practice trust. So, okay, trust. Let's go back to this. Trust is specific to every single person because we all practice trust in really different ways, right? The way I practice trust might look really different than the way you practice trust. Maybe it comes as an inner knowingness, as in, I just know I'm supposed to do this thing and I just trust this. Maybe it comes as your intuition, whereas your intuition keeps giving you these ideas and you really trust your intuition because it's led you out of the dark alleys before and you're like, I just trust my intuition. I trust this voice. It has given me the right guidance before and I can trust it again. Maybe it's the vision in your mind you keep seeing. Maybe it's this vision that you just trust. And you're like, I keep getting the same vision of me speaking on that specific stage in San Francisco, talking at like the San Francisco Grace Cathedral. And like, I cannot get this out of my head. And just trusting in this vision that the universe has given to you in oddly ultra specific detail where you can fill in all the gaps and you can see it crystal clear. And you're like, I just trust that. And yes, None of these things are going to be concrete. If you are still waiting for a mail item to arrive in your box and be like, this is a physical representation of the trust that you are going to have. You are never going to have that. Trust is this intangible thing. It's this feeling and it's the hope in your heart. And the more you try to grasp onto physical things or like trusting in just like random bits on the human plane, the less you can grasp on to what the universe is trying to tell you. 
there's trust in two ways. There's trying to trust out of fear, aka grasping on really tightly and climbing down, like as if you are holding on to the steering wheel for dear life, thinking, oh my God, I have this vision and this call to go down this path. And you're just like grasping, organizing, planning, trying so hard to control it so that you get to that final destination. And then there's the trust of living life with two open palms and seeing what lands in your hand. Very different, right? One is still trying to control out of fear and doubt and worry. And one is... Now, what happens when you've mastered your mindset and you see risk and uncertainty through a different lens and you live life with this open palm, seeing what the universe is going to flow in. So you can live life through the lens of perceived trust, aka when you are trying to do all the trust things, like you are trying to do affirmations and journaling and meditation and visualizing. And you're like, I just have to do all of these things. And if I do them all and check the box perfectly, I will be able to practice trust today. That's exactly like trying to chase the butterfly in the car. Or you can practice trust by living life with the open hand and the open heart and seeing what comes in. That's a lot easier way to get the miracle. Now, here's the deal. Practicing trust is going to take some trust. I know it's a chicken and egg equation. Which came first? Having the trust to practice trust or having trust in place in order to see more trust? I don't know. That was so confusing even for myself. Chicken and egg, what came first? Trust is the same thing. You're going to have to whip it out of thin air. And you know what? How exactly do you whip trust out of thin air? Well, you decide today, I'm going to trust into whatever the universe sends my way today. I am going to trust that whatever happens today is for me and for my journey and for my own folding. So I trust that if today is awesome, that's great. That's what was meant to happen. And I trust that if something goes the wrong way, that client project falls through, the person says no to me, they swipe left on me, even though I really want them to swipe right for me on Tinder, you're going to trust that it's all going to work out. And the easiest way to practice trust is to start now. Pretty much like all the other advice I give, do it now. Start now. Do it within this week. Get it done ASAP. Because here's the deal. The easiest way to learn is by trying. And if you try and you succeed, amazing. If you try and fail, it's a learning experience. But you cannot wait until you feel ready to trust in order to trust. Because once again, chicken and egg equation. It comes through practice. So you might as well start right now. Start with today. Trusting that whatever flows your way today is meant for you. A side note here. I have become very spiritual this year. I I think you guys can probably tell through the tone of the show, how much I talk about the universe, source, all that kind of good stuff. I realized that, wait a second, I'm actually a very spiritual person when I started this business because it has given me a lot of opportunity to practice trust, faith, devotion, and relentless showing up on the days when there were zero signs of success, no money in the bank account, and no followers, fans, clients, None of that. Yada. Zip. Sleeping in my childhood bedroom. This business has given me many opportunities to awaken to the higher potential of my life. And that has involved becoming a spiritual person because when you are at a rock bottom, all you have is that flame in your heart. That's it. You don't have a bunch of people cheering you on. You don't have people saying, go you, you're awesome. You have nobody saying, yeah, that blog post you wrote was amazing. Or that podcast episode was so good. They should be paying you the big bucks on those big stages. Nobody is going to say that to you. It's just you by yourself at a rock bottom. And all you have is your connection to the universe. All you have is that little calling that little voice that speaks to you to go do that thing, to go take that action, to continue on the path forward. I think if you've been at that stage of your life enough times and you you get familiar with that, that's essentially how I became spiritual. Enough rock bottoms to realize, wait a second, somebody's trying to help me out here. Wait, wait a second, I keep getting this divine call to go do this thing, even though it's taking everything out of me, even though I keep showing up and nothing's happening, even though there's a lot of days when I want to quit and give up. It's this relentless, like, tapping on the shoulder. 
And you're going to realize I am not alone. There is something here that's meant for me if I keep going. Hey there, it's me. I just want to interrupt this amazing episode and remind you that there is a sweet giveaway going on. All you got to do is scroll over on your Apple Podcasts app, click the Kelly Track Show, scroll down to write a review and leave your rave review and Instagram handle so I can find you. And then you will be entered to win both Your Best Life and Your Conscious Empire, which are my two top-notch courses. So when you're done enjoying this episode, be sure to go leave a rating and review and the universe will so give you a cosmic wink and some good karma will flow your way today. And if you need a visual of what I'm talking about, just go to kellytrack.com slash giveaway and it's totally right there for you. All right, peeps, back to the show. Now, this brings me to my next point on trust and this is hope. I remember really clearly this one friend of mine read out this poem and it was called World's Shortest, Most Pessimistic Poem. And it was two words. Hope? No. That was it. Some dude got published in a textbook for having a two-word poem, okay? (laughs) And I never forgot it. Hope? Nope. So let's talk about hope. Oh man, hope. Hope is another one of those things where it's hard to put into words really articulately. Hope is literally like the embers of the flame. It's what keeps it alive. It's literally that thing that's the difference between having a kindling fire and having no fire. It's hope. And, you know, with one big puff, the whole thing is gone to shit. This is exactly what happens with hope. You need hope. And the hope has to be undying, which is a very hard task within itself to have undying, unrelentless hope. Oh my God. (laughs) You guys, I've had undying, unrelentless hope for the last two years and it is possible. I have pulled it off. I've actually had hope for a lot longer than that. But in terms of this business, in terms of tangible stuff, like just hope, hope that it is going to get better, hope that it's going to succeed hope that there is potential for your future, hope that it's possible, hope that someday it will all make sense. You have to keep the hope alive because the second you let go of the hope, the second it's done. And hope is one of those things you got to keep up. Otherwise, it's really easy to quit. And I know that because I've had a lot of times when I wanted to quit. I've talked a lot about success lately on the podcast and bringing this up. And I don't know, it just seems really top of mind for me because I think part of me still kind of doesn't believe that I've made it this far. It's like, what the hell? I actually did it? Really? Holy shit. This is a real thing. Oh my God. Because I remember all the days when I used to pray for it, right? And I still remember what it was like to dream and to be like, oh my God, if I can make that much money in a month, holy shit. If I could make that much in a year, oh my God. And then you're like doing that every single month. It's just nuts. But that just goes to show you what happens when you keep up the hope and the practice of keeping up the hope when you want to stop. There was a month, it was October specifically, that really took it out of me, actually. I think I've talked about it a couple of times, but I had a meltdown on the street a couple blocks away from my apartment and I was crying. It was not pretty. Chris could not console me because I was just losing it. And it was one of those, I am doing everything I know how to do and it's still not working how I want it to be. Yeah. October was a really interesting month because in September I hit record sales in one month. And then October was like a huge dip and it was like really devastating after hitting a record. And then November, we're still in November right now, but November has out surpassed September. So this is classic business. (laughs) Sometimes it's up. Sometimes it's really up. Sometimes it's down and you don't know why it's down. And it's just like solving these insane problems, right? And you don't know what's wrong or you don't know why. And that's just a part of life and running a business. I have wanted to quit more times than I can even count. It's been that many. I remember so many rock bottoms in the last two years where I have thought, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. This is emotionally draining. This is taking everything out of me. I am crying so hard right now. It's so frustrating. I can't do this. This is the worst. I'm not making enough money. There have been so many times over the last two years when I have wanted to throw in the towel. And the only thing that changes these kinds of scenarios is hope. Having 
hope, keeping that hope alive, that even though you are bawling your eyes out, there is a part of you that knows that you still have to keep going. And it's almost impossible to put that feeling and that emotion into words. And this is why you have to trust and call on that higher divine guidance. Because when you hit those rock bottoms, you have nothing else to hold on to except that hope and that tapping and that whisper and that call from the universe and that reminder and that nudge that you just have to pick yourself off the floor and try again and keep going. And that's it. That's what happens when you listen to the hollering of your heart. It takes you on insane journeys. It takes you on high highs and low lows. I always heard that about entrepreneurship, high highs and low lows. And I remember thinking, eh, whatever, it's probably not going to be that bad. (laughs) The lows are devastating and heartbreaking and infuriating because you give it everything you've got. Do you know those times when you're like, I have given it everything and it's still not working? That's like the freaking worst. It's like when you try really hard in a relationship and then you guys still break up and you're like, I did everything. I sound like a total bitch there. Anyways, (laughs) no, seriously, you know what I mean? When you're like, I'm literally at a loss for words because I did everything. All you can do in these sort of moments is to trust that this is on your path for a reason and have hope that it's going to get better. Trust and hope. It's like putting one foot in front of another. One foot is trust one foot is hope. And it's like you are walking. Trust, hope, trust, hope, trust, hope. And you do that for, I don't know, the rest of your life. (laughs) Because here's the deal. Trust and hope, these are continual practices and they just keep coming up again and again and again. You know, I was thinking about my words that I picked for 2018. Do you ever do that when you pick out words you want to practice for the next year? 2019, I picked out my word. It's ease, okay? It's going to be ease. And you know what? For 2018, I picked faith and trust. And I sure as hell got a ton of faith and trust and a lot of opportunities to practice faith and trust that came in the form of rock bottoms, bawling my eyes out, getting immensely frustrated. And I also got huge successes and big things, but it came with a lot of downs. (laughs) So this year I'm like, I'm going to like cheat the system and ask for ease. Cause I'm like, how about ease? Yeah, that's a good call. So faith and trust, these are continual things. So if you're like feeling kind of tired of practicing all this faith and trust, uh, let me be straight. It's going to have to continue until you die. <laughs> because like I said, the second you give up hope or trust, it's like you are blowing the f- flame out on the small kindling that you have for the fire. And you're like, well, I'm starting from scratch and from square zero again. Let's talk a little bit about tenacity. And another point I wanted to bring up on the topic of trust, because if you practice trust long enough, it actually gets you somewhere. So here's the deal. If you show up for two years straight and you work on your baby, your project, your dream, your plan, your vision, your goal, two years straight, and I'm talking like full-time, full-time every single day, and you keep going and you have faith and hope and you show up, you will make money build an audience, sell stuff, get hired, fall in love. Whatever your goal is, two years of intense, serious, focused work every single day, you will get somewhere. I've heard a lot about this and I'm going to echo it here about the two years mark. I heard Jessica Renan once bring it up in a random podcast and I had mentally earmarked that. You know, when you do things, you learn something, you're like, I'm going to save that for later. She was talking about how the magic number that kind of hit when she got her book deal one part plant was the two-year mark. She was kind of saying something around how everything kind of took off at the two-year mark and things became real. And I listened to that way before I had a podcast and all my stuff kind of came to fruition. And I remember thinking, two-year mark, gotcha. And it's really funny because I came across this article online today and it was about the two-year mark. Two years of you showing up every single day relentlessly will get you somewhere. There's usually a reason why a lot of programs after university are like two years, two-year rotational program, two-year junior management program, two-year MBA program, two-year something. Two years is a magic number because it's immense dedication and showing up and hope for two years freaking straight. I think that's also why the first two years of business school are notoriously hard because they try to weed kids out, right? If you can make the first two years, you can do the final two because the other two are easy in business school. It's the first two that are 
really hard. They always say it takes like 40% of fuel to get the plane off the ground. And that's exactly what happens. Make it through the first two years and then your plane is off the ground and you are like, you're good. Planes in the air. The people are coming by with the pretzels and the cookies. You can sit down. You can have some water. You're like, okay, I got this freaking sucker off the ground. All right, let me have a snack. I think I've earned a cookie by now. This is what happens at the magic of the two-year mark. Yet you need a absolute freaking buttload of tenacity to get there because it is hard to make it through that infliction point when it's really, really difficult and the universe is trying to weed you out and they're trying to weed you out of business school and only keep the serious people. Same thing happens with your dreams and your business and your goals. Two years of putting in the work for two years gets you somewhere, but a lot of people quit, right? It's that tenacity that we're talking about here. And yes, side note, I am, of course, as always for ease and flow and living in alignment. And the real side of the human experience is facing the dark and the shadow and the difficulties and the pains. And I don't want to lie to you guys. Honestly, I I try to keep this episode and this show really freaking straightforward because I always wish somebody would just tell it to me straight being like, Hey Kelly, I know you read a lot of pieces about startups in, you know, Inc. Magazine, and they forgot to tell you how much crying is involved sometimes and how often you might feel lost. If somebody just told me that straight, I'd be like, thank God, a breath of fresh air. So here's the deal. On your journey, you will hit these inflection points, as I've shared before. It's the tenacity that you need to keep going. Now, I was talking the other day with Chris in Hawaii about success and successful people because we were staying at some really nice places in Maui. And when you stay at nice places, you are usually surrounded by rich people. Anyways, side note, (laughs) it's true. When you stay at hotels that are a lot of money, you're like, yeah, these people have the money or they're just spending money like crazy. But chances are they're usually like people that have the money to stay at those hotels. And it just reminds me of success. (sighs) Here's the deal. Being successful takes time and it takes work and it takes effort. And there's a reason why there's not a lot of successful people hanging around. Do you ever wonder where the hell are all the successful people or where the heck are all these people on my level? That's because it's a small group of people. And this is the best part. You can self-select into this group. You can self-select into the group that has tenacity. You can be a part of this group, right? It's just something you have to pick. It's just something you have to actively choose. You shift your mindset away from, oh, that's not me to, oh, that is me. And you do a lot of self-help work, right? (laughs) You do a lot of the inner work. You enroll in one of my courses and you learn the strategies and you believe it. All you got to do is self-select into it. If you want to be successful and achieve what you desire this year in 2019, self-select in. Keep yourself in the race. Say, hey, that's going to be me. Oh, you're going to go for that goal? Oh, me too. It's that ability. And it's that easy. You raise your hand and you say, hey, I want in. So tenacity shows up in a lot of small things and characteristics and qualities and traits, right? It's your ability to finish the book for a book club. Tenacity is your ability to get the project done by 5 p.m. when your boss asked you to. It's your ability to be at the call on time. People are tenacious and have this skill set by doing a lot of little things, right? And this is the most important thing that's going to catapult you into where you want to go. As you get good at knowing your habits and your processes and you have an innate understanding of yourself and your level of work and what you're willing to put in, if you can trust this, this is it. You know, I always go back to this. The one thing you can always trust is yourself, right? And the fact that if you've done it once before, you can do it again. I bring this up all of the time. If you've done it once before, you can do it again. If you've had tenacity before, you can do it again. If you've had hope before, you can do it again. If you've had faith before, you can have faith again. If you've done it once, my friend, you can do it again. Look for the areas in your life where you've had the tenacity and had the will and had the determination and the hope and the faith to make it happen and apply that to your current situation. Stop looking at all the times you fucked up and failed. Don't look at that. Look at all the times when you had the grit and the tenacity and the faith and the hope and you pulled it off and pat yourself on the back because here's the deal. If you did it once, you can do it again. So this brings me to my last bit on trust. The ability to trust yourself. Trust your intuition. Trust the call. Trust your heart. 
and listen to what it says. I always get asked, like, what's your number one piece of advice? Listen to your heart. Listen and stop listening to your head and to your ego and to the naysayers and maybe the parents that want you to take that standard accounting job. Listen to your heart. It knows the way. It has the answers for you. You just need to ask. And most importantly, you need to have the courage to follow through. It's the courage to listen to your heart and to go with that advice, no matter what the outside world thinks. If you can have the ability to trust that and you take that little thing and you run with it for two years, you will go places, my friend, I promise you. Because I know that for a fact, because that's exactly what I've done in the last two years. And that's exactly what I want to share with you today, my friend, is having the courage to trust that call, to trust that divine message in your heart, and most importantly, having the courage and the tenacity to follow it and do whatever it says and let it lead you down whatever path it allows you to go. Just showing up, trusting, putting one foot in front of the other. Hope and faith, hope and faith, hope and faith. Whatever that is, if you keep showing up again and again and again, you will get there. I promise you. So my friends, that's what I wanted to share with you today on trust. I really hope this has arrived for you at the right time. I do trust that the universe gives us messages when we are ready. So if you feel like this is really resonating with you today and you're like, OMG, Kelly read my mind, I want you to know that the universe probably sent this to you in its own divine way and it has arrived right on time for you because the messages always come in the exact right divine timing and we receive the information we need to hear exactly precisely at the moment when it needs to land because maybe you weren't ready to hear it before or if this was, you know, three years ago, you definitely weren't ready, but right now you are. So trust that this message, if it serves you, it was meant for you. And there you have it. That is today's episode for you. I really hope you enjoyed this. And if this struck a chord with you, and if you're feeling like, holy cow, this was amazing, I would love for you to share it on your phone. So go over to Instagram, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me in it. That's how I know you are listening and loving it. And I just want to give you a hug every time you guys share that on Instagram. So thank you so much. And go give me a tag. It's just at Kelly Track. Ovs, just my name. It's really easy. So thank you so much for being here. And I so appreciate you. And I love you so much. Like, thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is my 95th episode. If you can actually believe it, holy cow. So you've been here for a long time, or maybe it's just your first time, but I so appreciate you. And you have been a huge part of my journey. And I love you very much. And I really, really appreciate you being here. So please take a peek at that free six-day class. If it's calling your name, it's something I'd give to you for free because I love and appreciate you. And yeah, I would love to help you out on your journey of doing your own thing because I'm very passionate and I have a special place in my heart for people who are doing innovative, game-changing, world-shifting work because I know how hard it is to stay on the path and to keep practicing that trust and faith. And I'm in your corner always. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. You can get that free training at kellytrack.com slash empire. And I'm going to catch you back here soon. All right, my friends. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon. 